Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's all about having a strategy. You need to have a strategy. It's so important. You need to have a strategy. You need to know how you're going to get from A to B. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump, and in this episode, we continue the conversation with successful property investor and mentor Mark Shearwood from My Property Empire. He will be sharing with us the investing strategies and tips you can implement to successfully build your portfolio and why there's no better time than now to start your property investing journey. Training others in the field of investing, Shearwood takes a moment to explain an investment strategy known as property options and how it works. What happens is that we, my teams, what they do is they identify certain areas that have been rezoned. Okay, so it might have, like in Sydney, the rezoning R2 is 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 a normal block with what normal house. But what happens is because Sydney is um, changing and that they need to provide all these extra housing, they the they're going on and they're rezoning all this land. So they rezone this land from R2 to R4. And R4 is high residential, okay? So it goes on the land area. So in this particular area, we needed two lots to do a development. You can't do it on one. So And you needed 1,000 square metres. So one block gave us about 550. So the two is 1,100. So what we did was we we identified, great, that's an investment site. So, so um, there's money. We did the FISO on it. We worked out how much everything's going to work, like the, the, the building and, 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 and how much it's going to cost to build and the DAs and all that sort of stuff. We worked it all into the price. And then what these houses, um, Pacific, they sell for between, well, 8, 800, 820, 850, something like that for a normal single-story three-bedroom home. And what we did is we contacted the owner and we said to the owner, are you willing to sell? Now, all these owners are pretty geared up because they, they, they just realised that their properties has gone from R2 to R4. So they know all these developers are change, changing. So we've, I've got a standard letters that we send out, my crew send out and everything, and that, that sparks all the phone calls and they ring us and they say, um, yeah, got your letter, how much? How much do you want me? I said, well, look, I need to go and see property, blah, blah, go and sit, talk to them. And I said, look, your property now is worth 800 850 something like that, right? They say, yeah, it is, right? So, okay. If you can give me a little bit of time, I'll give you a million or a million and fifty or a million and a million one point two or one point four or whatever it is. And they say, Great, we don't want to move. 
um, we're happy here. We, we don't want to. We don't want to go." And I said, "Well, look, I can get you two hundred and fifty thousand or three hundred thousand tax free, right? Because they they're living in it tax free. So um, so it's good for them. It's a win win situation. And then they give me a bit of time." He adds that after working through the numbers with his team, he then finds a way to make sure all parties get the best outcome. I sign a contract with them to give them a million or a million of 1.1 or 1.2, whatever it is, um, and then I go away and I do my sums. So I take it to my guys and and they they go through it all and they, they work out what we can get on there, what they're going to sell for, how much it's going to cost us and all that sort of stuff. So there's three stages that we can do this. We can either sell it, as as the as the package now that which is what I've just done with this two hundred thousand, um, not do anything to it, and then the developer does everything, or I can get it to DA stage. So I pay for the DA and I get the idea. So I sell the land with the DA, and then of course I'll get more for the option. Or I can go ahead and I can develop that block and I can build the units and then I could sell all of the units as well. So there's three different stages. So it's a win-win for everyone. The homeowner gets more money. He doesn't have to do anything, gets an extra two or $300,000 cash for not doing anything, just sitting on his block. Um, it's a win-win for me because I make a couple of dollars out of it and putting all the deals to get together and they've got all my contacts and all that sort of stuff for the people working on it. Um, and the homeowner is, is the other winner too because he get, he's getting a good price, for a cheaper price for his for the, for the brand new unit that he's buying. Emphasising the importance of networking, Shearwood delves into how it is with his team's assistance that he's able to make the best decisions regarding his option deals. You need to have a strong network of people. You, you, in this game, in property, you really need to know the people that are doing the real big, really good deals. And um, I mean, that's what I'm doing at the moment, actually, because we're going into Melbourne and Adelaide and Perth. Um, I, I'm at the moment trying to search out who are the best um, real estate agents in there that that, that, that that sell the kind of properties that we're looking at. So there's a lot of research we need to find the right people. But in Sydney, we've got a really good team. In Brisbane, we have two. But, but you need to have a strong team. And we all work together, right? So the mortgage brokers work with the surveyors that work with the real estate agents, with the FISOs guys, and they determine the figures for me. So now I've got it so routine that I just ring up my guys and say, hey, I've, I've got a call from, you know, to Smith Street, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, how much? And my guys will just do a quick freeze and say, yep, you can offer this much. And then I go in with that offer. Adding to this, he also explains how he makes his own profit from these options. When we do the feasibility, right, we work the feasibility out on the profit margins of between 20 and 30%. That's what developers are looking for at the moment. So if we can do a FISO on that and we can show them that, 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 that this is the money in it, the developers will buy it, no, no question. We know already that the deal is going to be worth this much because we can show them. We can show them the past sales, how much it's going to cost to build, everything, the whole lot. Everything's in the FISO. So when the, when the person looks at it, they can go, oh, okay. The developer will look at it and go, yeah, okay, this is a good deal and how he calculates all the expenses and margins before purchasing or selling an option. I don't actually get involved in the fees. So as I say, we've got a really good team of people now that, that do all that for us. So all I do now is I, is I just give them the address and then we go through the fees together. So we have a meeting, we sit down and we do all of the fees in Excel together at a meeting. 
So we discuss how, with the architect, with the surveyor, we discuss what we can get on there, what they're going to say with the real estate agent. There's about eight people in the room. And we discuss, you know, what are the nuts and bolts of it all. And then we put it on the Excel and we work it all out, what we can do. And and, and the, the, the price of the option is not put into the, 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 the calculation. Okay, so I mean, some options you might even sell for ten thousand. You know, it just depends on the market and what's happening and or, and who's around and who's got the cash and all that sort of stuff. You know, it just so happened that this particular one, there was someone. Well, there was a few people after it actually, but but this particular person just wanted it, and he says, "Oh, oh we didn't even know a price on it." He just came at us and says, "Look, mate, I'll give you two hundred for it right now." And he said, "Okay." Referring to how he brought his team together, Shearwood illustrates how having a team can be beneficial in a business deal. They're all contacts of mine that I've built up over quite some time and, and to build up really good people, it takes, you know, it, it does it does take a lot of effort but um, they're good at what they do and everyone gets a price, a, 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 um, a share in the pie, okay? So the, 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 the surveyor will do all the surveying work. The architect will do all the architecture, you know what I mean? So we might get ones, we, we might go through 10 and then we might find three or four that are goers but they know that they're going to get X amount of dollars. Like the um, the architect I'm seeing tomorrow out of this deal um, to put this deal together is getting seventy thousand dollars. So the the person that comes on board is actually buying the whole package of all of us because it's already been set up. Yeah, it's already set up. He doesn't have to use his architect. He doesn't have to use his survey. It's all done. It's all it's all been mapped out for him. Yeah. But easy sale. All he does is just come in and build it. Having fast-tracked his own way to success, Shearwood explains what others looking to invest in property need to consider. I took every shortcut in the book because I knew that I had to get there really fast. <laughs> so you need to think outside the square, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, you know, you need to think outside the square and the, m- most people just don't do that. They just buy a house and they just hope to God that it goes up in value. And you're right, it probably will, but... You know, it might it might take a long time for them to do that. So you need to understand different things, and that's what I teach in my mentoring and stuff. Is that there's a you need to understand where the property about the property clock. You need to buy the property at the right price or undervalued. All right. So I could buy properties that are, uh, that are undervalued or off market. I could buy mortgage sales. Like I just did. I just did a mortgage sale just recently in Mossvale, um, and I bought the property from the bank for three hundred and sixty six thousand a three-bedroom house, and I've got that on the market now for 600000 Mind you, I've renovated it, but, there, but I've, I've had that property for a few months, a few, a few months, and these deals are around. People just don't know they're around, and they don't know how to deal with the banks. They don't know the legalities of it all, um, but mortgage sales are fantastic. Renov- manuf- I'm really into manufacturing growth on, on properties, right? So because what we want to do is we want to bring that 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 time frame forward. And the only way to do that is to get the property revalued. So if you're doing something to it, it might be a renovation, it might be a, a deceased estate is another one, buying off market undervalue. Um, it might be um, a renovation, it might be a granite, it might be a subdivision, it might be, like there's about 10 different ways, uh, house and land packages. It could be, it could be a, a number of different ways. And um, you buy it cheap, you do something to it, get the value back, 
he says, wow, this is worth so much now, you know. Whereas normal people, they just buy a house and, as I said, they hope to God it goes up and that's their property investment journey. But if you if you use the tricks in the book, you can get to where you're going to go a lot faster. Mm, I like the shortcuts to success. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's great, and that's what I and that's what I teach everyone, and that that's what's all about, and that's what's got me to where that that's what got me to where I'm going to go. Every property that I bought, I knew why I bought it before I bought the property. I knew what I could do with it, whether it be a renovation, whether it be um, a subdivision, um, whether it be a Gwenefet, whether I sold the land off, whatever it is, I knew before I bought it that I was going to do that with it. And, you know, there's a lot of properties, there's some properties, some properties that I've got in my portfolio right now that are just sitting there waiting for me to do something with, you know. They might need a reno, they might, but, I, but there, there was a reason why I bought them in the first place. Explaining his investing strategy and what's worked for him, she would share what you need to do in order to climb the property staircase successfully. I've done subdivisions. Um, not, I mean, just I've just split two blocks, uh, one block into two. So you can do stuff. You've got to outsmart the banks in this game, right? Because there's a thing called the property staircase. And once you've got up to the top of the property staircase, the bank turns around to you and say, we're not giving you any other money unless you do two things, A, get another job, or B, pay down your debt. So what you've got to do is you've got to outsmart the bank before they get there, before they give, before you get up there. And you've got to keep buying as many as you can in the early stages to, to get to the income. Because banks, when banks look at finance for people, they look at two things. They look at the equity and the stability that you've got to repay the loan, but they also look at... Your, your ability to repay the loan. And the two have got to work in hand in hand. And that's why people get up to the top of the staircase and the bank say to them, we're not giving you any money because they haven't they haven't built up the amount of money that they earn to get there, understand? So that, that if they go forward, they might have the equity to go forward, but they don't have the ability to pay the mortgage going forward, and that's what, what that's what I do with my, with the with when I, when I teach people. I say, okay, so you need to outsmart the bank. But how exactly do you outsmart the bank in order to not only boost your profits but reduce your debts? What you do is you do things like a subdivision. You buy a block that's that's a corner block, or it could be something that you could subdivide. So what you do then is is something that needs to be renovated or something. And then what you do is you buy the front house, you spend like a quick cosmetic reno, which will cost you, I don't know, I mean 20, 30 maybe, I don't know, even less than 10, you know, but something to tart up the front house. And then what you do is you do the subdivision, right, for the back block. So it might be a battle or it might be a corner block, but you might buy that front house for say 500 you might spend ten or fifteen or twenty on the reno. It's cost you, it's cost you five fifty or whatever, you know, with your stamp duty and all that, right? And then what you do is, you, when when you subdivide it, you would you would sell off the back block, and so you'd sell off the back block for say three hundred or something like that. I mean, I saw I see deals like this all the time. I saw one deal in Mossvale not uh, last week for somebody. I said, this is the perfect one. Look at this, it's brilliant. You just do this and you sell that off. You get three or four hundred for the back block, and then you've got a mortgage of two hundred thousand, and you're getting a rent of five six hundred dollars a week. That's how you make money. So what you're doing is you're actually reducing. So you're actually reducing the debt 
but it's increasing the income, right? So then the bank go, oh, look at him. Oh my God, look, you know, he's got this house, and you know, wow, look at his, look at his, look, he's got more cash, he's got less equity, and that's being smart about property investing. That's how you get to where you're going to go much faster. Coming up after the break, Mark Sherwood will explain how there is more than one way you can reduce your debt. There's three or four different ways you, you can have that. The personal habits and individuals that have contributed to his success. I was going to these seminars and I was learning and I was talking to all these people. And that's next. I'm Taran Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. He explains that there is more than one way you can reduce your debt. There's three or four different ways you, you can have that. That's only one of my strategies that I, I, I right? That's one. Of, that's only one of them, but it's a really good one. But the thing is that. If you do like, if you do something like that, it depends on how much money you've got and what you know, what how you do it and all that. But the thing is that you can actually take it a step further. Okay, so there's different ways, and there's like it's it's like my options. If I sold my like that, that option that I, I'm selling for two hundred thousand, okay, if I if I go ahead and get the DA with that, I'll get paid a lot more than two hundred. I might get paid three or four or five hundred, right? So there's certain stages that you do. So it depends on where you are. So if that, so, let's say you buy that house and you 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 you, you subdivide and it's on a corner block and or whatever. Um, you can go one step further, and you could actually put plans in for a DA for a house. Okay, so it'll cost you a couple of dollars more, but you're going to get a lot more money back. So now you're selling a block of land with a DA approved for a house. Right, or then you could take it even a step further, and then you could develop the house, get the DA, build the house, and then sell the house and land. There's different stages. The, the longer you take the stage, the more money you make. That makes sense. <laughs> the the delayed gratification, the more money you'll make. It's more hassle, and it's it's you know more time consuming. It's more money, but it's more it's it's and it's got to be calculated. You need to know what you're going to buy. You need to know what area you're going to buy. You know, there's a bit more to it than that, but but basically, that's one of the strategies. You know, but um, it's very good because you know you end up with a home that you owe virtually nothing, and you're getting a really good rental on. Yeah, I love that strategy. I mean, another one Great. that that I, I I don't know. I'll run this by you, but if you bought that same block of land instead of renovating the whole house, and you knew that this had been rezoned, which is kind of what we talked about earlier, you get a DA proof on that. Then you can sell that block instead of saying two houses, you can sell you know maybe four townhouses on that. Is that also another strategy you're talking about as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And just sit on it. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of they're, they're like there's different websites and stuff that you could go on and you can actually find out 
Now, um, you can actually find out when the council are doing the development, they do are rezoning it. So that's what I'm doing now. So I'm going, I'm, I'm finding out, I'm, we're, we're investigating different areas and we know when that's going to be rezoned. So if the area is going to be rezoned in, say, six months or 12 months, we take a two-year or three-year option on this, right? So we go to the homeowner. They don't know. They they they, they, they think they, they just sit on a block. They, they, and they turn around to me and say, well, you can't do anything with this land. It's R2. You know, it's just house box. And I go, yeah, that's okay. Just leave that part of it to me, you know. <laughs> and then you just sit, you know, and you wait. And then when they rezone it, that's when you that's when you go ahead and put your DAs in, you see. You've got to be smart. It's about, it's about working smarter and not harder. Moreover, he shares why you should be undertaking this strategy during the rezoning process. Well, I mean, I'm doing it when it's rezoned. But um, yeah, I mean, and I'm doing quite well out of it. But but um, uh, yeah, but that's another place. I mean, we're doing that in other areas of Australia. But yeah, going in before that—that's another thing. Going in, then just sitting on it. You know, you might sit on it for a year or two years or whatever it is. But you just you just sit on it. And, you know, who cares? You just no one cares. You just you just you know, you just sit on it and and see how you go. And then as soon as they rezone it, bingo. Put the DA in. Dedicated and intrigued in both the property and its investor, Shearwood illustrates what he did in order to learn and be able to implement all the strategies he knows now. When I went into this, I knew I, I knew I wanted to do it the, the right way and the fastest way possible, and that's what I'm trying to teach people that, that contact me because you've got to do it faster because you've got to get to your goal faster. You don't want to be in this house and 20 years later you're still, you know. But you, but you've got to get there faster. So I, I, that's what I did, and I was really conscious about it from the day one. Is I thought, how is it that some people? How is it that why is it that that eighty percent of people only buy one house and uh, uh, then point I think it's point zero one percent of people own six or more and I started to investigate and I started to I just read books and I went to seminar after seminar after seminar and webinars and stuff anybody can do this you know but but I was just so pedantic about it all and every night I was going to these seminars and I was learning and I was talking to all these people and saying hey look. You know, how, how did you do it? How have you got a big portfolio? What did you do? Like, what, what? There must be something that you did that, that other people don't do. And the, people used to just share this information with me. And that's why I, I've got a lot of knowledge in all of this now because I, I've sort of interviewed people. I suppose that they've, they've got much bigger portfolios than me, and I wanted to know why, that how they did it, you know, and how they how they retired and how they had all this money. You know, it just intrigued me so much. But he also notes that without strategy, intrigue can do very little. It's all about having a strategy. You need to have a strategy. It's so important. You need to have a strategy. You need to know how you're going to get from A to B. And for me, it was how to get from A to B in the shortest amount of time. So I knew I had to make a lot of shortcuts, right? Additionally, Shearwood lets us in on the fact that another way to learn and create a strategy is to surround yourself with other successful, like-minded people. I like a lot of, a lot of people in this game. I, you know, I like Chris Gray and I like Margaret Lomez and things like that. People that Bobby Kasaki, people like that, and I, I was I, I intrigued by them. You know, I just I just wanted to know how they did it and stuff. You know, so I, I used to. Um, 
go out and have drinks with them. And, and I, 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 not with Robert, but I, uh, 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 Margaret, every time she was at a seminar, I used to chase it down. I got, hi, you know, oh, I've got a question. I've got, a, you know, and all this. So I was all, I, I, I love being around people that have a bigger portfolio than me. I just love it. I love it. I love it. Aside from individuals, he shares that you can also learn a lot from expanding your reading base and looking into the not-so-traditional ways people have successfully made it. I've read a lot of um, books from Gimfa, you know. Um, I've read a lot of her books. Um, and I suppose the Bible in this game is uh, Jan Summers because she started all this, didn't she, really, um, back many, many years ago. Um, she started people thinking about property and stuff like that and she wrote books. I remember going to her first seminar. Oh, God, that was a long time ago. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. And, um, you know, um, so uh, there, there's there's hundreds, and none of them come to mind straight away, um, but um, uh, um, the magazines are great. The, the monthly magazines have always got different articles in there about different people doing different things and stuff. Just all you got to do is just think outside the square about all these things and just educate yourself with it all. Putting a spin on the best advice he's ever received, Shearwood gives us his own tips and tricks on how others interested in property investing can make their way to success. Get advice. <laughs> I love that. Get advice. Absolutely, get advice. Yeah. I mean, I did it on my own, but I did it. I, I, I really, I, there were a lot of mistakes that I did and I, I wish I know what I know now, you know. I mean, the thing is when you, you know, people think that they they, as I say, you know, they buy a house and they hope to God it goes up and that and that that's property investing. But when you work with someone and 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 and, and you know the, the bits and pieces of how it all works, um, that money actually saves you money. You know, it actually saves you money. It, it's not it's not a matter of an expense. It's actually what you can get out of it. So if if I could save someone from Picking a dodgy builder to what I went through, it saved me thirty or forty thousand dollars, plus all the heartache that went through it as well. With that in mind, he also delves into how it is perhaps his personal habit of being able to stay focused that's gotten him to where he is now. I tended to think that everyone can do this, but I'm beginning to think that everyone can't do this because it's actually it's difficult to actually do this, and there, there's a lot of um. Um, there's a lot of time in this where it's boring, you know. It just it's just boring, and you think nothing's happening, like nothing. This is boring. Nothing's nothing's going on, you know. But in actual fact, there is stuff going on. You just you just don't see it. So, and with me, because I needed to get out of where I was really quickly, and I needed a strategy and so forth. I'm very much a dog with a bone. When I see something, I, I just have to do it. It's like having blinkers on and I just stop everything else in my life and I just, I just work towards that one goal and, that, and that's what happens. So there's a lot of times where I didn't go out to you know places with friends and I didn't go to restaurants and stuff like that because I was just so determined on making this work that I knew that, that, I, that I just had to make this work. So you need to be really right down the line saying, no, this this is where I'm going, and and I don't care what uh, whatever what everybody else does. This is my goal, and and I'm going to do it because it's very 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 
very rewarding, you know, if if you can get to this level. It's 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 really 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 good, but it takes a lot of um, persistence. I can tell you that. And how this focus can pay off if you acknowledge that the journey to success won't be easy. And success isn't a straight line, you know. It's not a straight line. It 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 goes up and down and around and around. It's it's never ever a straight line, you know. And there's there's days even today, like there's days even like that I'm, I go through and I, I for three or four hours and I I I'm just oh this is not going to work and how's this oh my god like what 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 do you mean and can't do this and then and then I'm just having such a bad day. And then all of a sudden, like it happened two or three days ago, and for two days I was like, "Oh, I can't stand this. So why is things not working?" What is that? And then all of a sudden, at four o'clock in the afternoon, I get a call from from the true story. I got a call from a letter that that uh, that um, was dropped. Can you come over to my house? I saw your letter. Um, I want you to come and have a look at my house. So I went over to the house and. Um, Within an hour and a half, I'd signed it up on an option. It's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> Thinking back to the past, Shearwood shares with us the ultimate piece of advice he'd give himself 10 years ago. Just get out there and do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just, 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 just do it. Just, just, yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is that, you know, with people and, and stuff like that, there will be people even here in this podcast and you probably think, you know, that, you know, maybe 5% or 10% of them will actually do something, you know, and it's actually the taking action is the part that's the best, you know. If someone says, great, I'm actually going to do something, I'm going to buy this house or I'm going to develop it or I'm going to renovate it or I'm going to whatever it is, they've actually taken and that's the biggest step in all of this. The hugest, hugest, hugest is just taking that step forward and saying, "I'm going to do this." You've got to put it into action, and you've got to you, you've got to do what you say you're going to do. You know, and as I say, there'll be lots of people on this go, "Oh, I wish I could do that," or "Oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll do it one day," and all that sort of stuff. Do it now, you know. Do it now. Just do it. You know. Don't wait. Just, just, just do it, and be focused about what you do, and be strategic in what you do. You know. Go to someone, get advice, sit down with someone and say, how do I get from here to here? You know, what, 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 and then learn from people and, and study them and say, okay, what, what did they do? How did, how did they do it? With so much ahead of him, a successful portfolio already built and a number of students under his guidance, Shearwood explains that what he's most looking forward to in the future is being able to help others gain the same success with property investing. What I've done is quite good, and um, if I say so myself, it's, it's a, it, I, I'm really proud of what I've done and, and the lifestyle that I live, but I wish everyone can do this. So I, 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 I want to help them get, get there. That's why I do a bit of mentoring myself, and I also with the options as well. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people that come into this options program with me, they don't have any money. So um, it's all it's, and it's all no money down. And to see that, to see someone that's come from nothing to someone that's just got hundred thousand dollars in their bank is just so rewarding. 
you know, you, you got no idea. Just to see their face and to see what 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 happened, even doing a development or or, or, or a renovation with them or something like that, you know. Because I sometimes project many. If, if, if somebody if someone comes to me, they're time poor or something like that. I might project manage a renovation for them, or I might I might do a subdivision for them or something like that. But then they learn along the way. But to see someone's growth is is really 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 important to me. Really important. Thank you to Mark Shewood, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Mark Shewood and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.